What's up, fellas? So I had a loyal patron supporter that wanted me to rank um, the social media profiles. Like, what's the most important aspects of, say, Instagram? And let's just be real. Instagram is where it's at, right? When he asked this question, he's not really talking about Facebook or Twitter. It, we really, when we're talking about this stuff with women, we're talking about Instagram. Let's just be real, right? And so... He wanted me to talk about what's the most important aspects. Now, if three years ago, four years ago, I would have not have made this video. I would have told you, don't worry about meeting women on Instagram. Uh, if a woman give you her social media info, fuck her. She's trying to get a fan. Things have changed. Things have changed. And this is just where we are at right now. Right now, your Instagram is your status symbol. All right, when I was younger growing up, it was your car, you know, or more specifically, how big your rims were and your paint job, right? That's where now we done evolved to something much more and it's this social media clout. That's just where we at and you guys either evolve with it or get left behind. That's just where it is. And like I tell you guys, like I would told you back in the day, don't even meet women on there, don't, don't even try to message a woman on Instagram. Uh, we're in a different day right now. It's just a different day. So we got to evolve with what's going on today. And that's where we are today. We had the text game. Well, now we got the social media game and that's just where we at. All right. So I'm going to go down my little list. First thing of importance guys, as with your social media profile, which is pretty much going to be Instagram, but let's just say social media, a blue check, a blue check shows that you're a certified brand, all right? Certified brand, a recognizable brand. And I actually tried to get one of these things uh, maybe a couple of years ago, uh, maybe probably like three years ago, all right? And they wanted a hair sample, semen sample, DNA sample, skin sample, bone sample, all right? And I was like, suck my motherfucking dick. I'm not doing all that shit for no goddamn blue check. All right, it ain't that goddamn serious. Now, I probably could try. Maybe maybe the criteria has changed. That was maybe three years ago, right? Maybe the criteria has changed, right? But, man, what the that bitch to me? Ooh, this or that or W2 and all. I, I, man, check, bitch, please. For a blue check. Bitch, please. Am I getting a blue check or a fucking blowjob? Get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing all that shit. But <clears throat> for all you guys, and like I tell you guys, I really can't use my social media platform to attract women, right? I don't want women to see that shit. Cause women going, women going, first of all, I don't, I can't use social media uh, for that shit. Let's, let's just be real. It's time to expose him. You know, if I DM somebody, you know, it's going to be on YouTube somewhere. AMS is thirsty in the DMs. You know that. You know, some girls got to expose him. He's in my DMs. So you can do that without a woman trying to expose you. But if I do it, you know, AMS is thirsty in the DMs and she'll have the screenshots and the little video and all this other bullshit. And he's thirsty in the DMs. So I can't use it no way. Right. But you guys can now. With the blue check, I can tell you one thing that it does is that 
it's easier for your message to stand out when you have a blue chick. Okay, so a lot of these women, like when you guys go to DM in these girls, right? When you got a blue chick, that gets her attention. That's how these celebrities can DM these girls and get seen, right? You got some of these girls hot. I'm quite sure they get dozens and dozens of messages a day. How the hell you can sort through them like that? But it help if you got a fucking blue check to see them. And I know that because I have people who got blue checks that DM me and it catches my attention. So one thing you can actually get a girl attention in the DMs. Two, it shows that you're a recognizable brand. Now you got people out there with fucking uh, SoundCloud account that got <coughs> blue checks and got 500, you know, followers. So it don't it it, it don't mean that you this great. You know, like you fucking a trillionaire or nothing like that. Let's not kid ourselves. We all see those accounts with the blue checks that, you know, the motherfucker might got one song on SoundCloud or some bullshit, right? You know, and gave an interview to WZ. What's up, fellas? So I had a loyal patron supporter who had a good question. He Looking wanted to know what are the other benefits to become and high value other than attracting women. All right. And this is, this is going to be for primarily my guys who are kind of like got an Omega mindset guys who don't value materialism. And so they think to themselves, particularly if they purple pill and maybe they got a girlfriend or something like that. And then they started thinking to themselves, Man, what the fuck I care about all this high value financial and this is what I'm taking it from guys. I know it's the other aspects uh, to becoming high value other than uh, resources and primarily I don't even think you need to have money to be uh, high value. But <clears throat> since I know this is where he's taking it from, I do want to show talk about um, the pros other than you know, attracting women to becoming high value. And also I got some cons on here too. All right. Cause he actually wanted to know the pros and cons, but it was the first part of his question. So let me get into the pros first and then I'm gonna give you the bad news. Okay. Number one guys, the number one pro to becoming high value is the quality of women, the quality. Yes, guys, I will admit you do not need money to attract women. You do not. I'll be the first one to tell you that you do not need money. But if you want to attract nines and 10, you gonna have to have some goddamn money or some status either or you gonna have to have that unless you like a super Chad, unless you just fucking super Chad thundercock. That's not gonna be the average guy. Unfortunately, that's going to be such a small percentage of guys. Super Chad, not even you can't even be Chad. You want the nines and tens. You can't even be Chad. I mean, regular Chad. You got to be Thundercock Chad. You know, where you see the print in your goddamn jeans when you're walking out. Yeah, you need to be Thundercock Chad. Other than that, guys, you are not going to get the nines and tens. Now, do not confuse uh, a cute chick with a nine and ten. In my opinion, in my opinion, for a woman to have be a nine or a 10, she has to have some form of status. Now, I don't mean she has to be like a celebrity or nothing like that. I mean, she has to be real popular in her, in her town or her school or whatever. 
I don't believe you can just say a girl who's super pretty, right? But socially awkward is a dime. I don't, I, I think a dime is like the head cheerleader, the popular girl. She's beautiful and everybody knows her and all the guys want to fuck her. Not that socially awkward bitch who sits in the back of the class that's pretty as hell, but socially awkward as hell. That's not a dime in my opinion. All right, it has to be somebody, a woman who has status to well, if you fucked her, you will become the man. That's what I call a dime, a nine and a ten. The girls that if you fuck, goddamn, you become, yeah, she make you popular. That bitch. All right. Say most of you guys got, some of you guys got pretty girls that you might consider a nine or a ten, but don't nobody know who that bitch is? She's not a nine or a ten. I'm sorry. If every guy in town ain't trying to fuck her, she's not a nine or a ten. The, the nine and ten is the chick that uh, every damn dope boy in town been trying to fuck her since she was goddamn fourteen years old. That that's a that's a goddamn uh, that's a ten to me. Okay, you not fucking that girl without some money or some status yourself. You're just not. So if you want to fuck that girl that you've had a crush on since the seventh grade, you're going to need some money or some status. Okay. Unfortunately, both of them fall under the aspects of high value. So if you, you're going to have to have some resources if you want to get to that level. Okay, guys, I'm just putting it out there. You just not. Most of us got some chick that probably had us in the friend zone that we've been trying to fuck for 10 years or some shit like that. You wonder why you can't fuck it. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough money or you don't have enough status. If you want to get her, you're going to have to raise either one of those. Okay. So not just attracting women. Anybody go track that old socially awkward bitch who's in the back of the classroom. I ain't talking about that motherfucker. But if you want to fuck the one that everybody in school been trying to fuck since she goddamn could walk, you're going to have to have some resources. I'm just going to let you know. Next pro to becoming high value other than just attracting average women. <clears throat> Quality of life, guys. Health care. Where you live. Uh, uh, and, and, and the convenience of where you live. Okay. When I was in Brooklyn, I had to commute, commute two and a half hours every morning to get to, um, when I say commute, I don't mean, I mean from door to door. Okay. I don't mean on the train. I mean, door to door. All right. So if I wanted to be at work, Have you ever found yourself sitting alone, engulfed in the quietness of your surroundings, with only the soft whisper of the wind and the echo of your thoughts as your company? Solitude is more than just being alone. It is a state of being, an experience where one can be alone with their thoughts, disconnected from the chaos of the outside world, a sanctuary of self-reflection and introspection. But for many, Solitude is a concept that can be both intriguing and intimidating. In our society, loneliness is often painted with a broad brush of negativity. 
It's seen as a signal of social rejection, an unwanted state to be avoided at all costs. The constant chatter of the digital age feeds into this fear. We're always connected, always in touch, forever plugged into a network of digital friends, influencers, and trending topics. The idea of disconnecting, of being alone with nothing but our thoughts for company, seems foreign, even frightening. This fear of being alone, this dread of solitude, is what we call monophobia, and it's more common than you might think. But what if we've been looking at this all wrong? What if solitude isn't something to fear, but something to embrace? What if being alone could be a source of strength, a catalyst for personal growth, a wellspring of creativity, and a path to inner peace? That's the journey we're about to embark on together. This video will delve into the minds of some of the greatest thinkers humanity has ever known. Philosophers and psychologists who saw solitude not as a condition to be cured, but as a state to be celebrated, will explore the corridors of their thoughts, decipher the enigma of their wisdom, and attempt to understand their perspectives on solitude. From Friedrich Nietzsche's ascent to the path of greatness, to Henry David Thoreau's tranquil existence at Walden Pond, from Soren Kierkegaard's embrace of individuality to Rollo May's confrontation with existential isolation. From Carl Jung's pursuit of individuation to Jordan Peterson's insights on self-growth and resilience in solitude. Each of these thinkers offers a unique lens through which we can view and understand the art of being alone. As we embark on this exploration of solitude, Let's first turn to the thoughts of one of the most influential philosophers of the 19th century, Friedrich Nietzsche. Born in 1844, Nietzsche was a German philosopher who left an indelible imprint on Western philosophy with his radical ideas about morality, truth, and most importantly for our discussion today, solitude. Nietzsche's philosophy was complex, filled with paradoxes and provocative assertions that challenged conventional thinking. At the heart of his philosophy was a critique of traditional values and a celebration of individuality, vitality, and creative self-affirmation. For Nietzsche, the individual self-affirmation was the ultimate objective, and he believed that solitude was a key element in this journey. A significant aspect of Nietzsche's philosophy that speaks directly to our topic is his concept of the path of greatness. Nietzsche believed that to achieve greatness, an individual must have the courage to stand alone, to step away from the crowd and its herd morality. He viewed solitude as an essential condition for personal transformation and self-overcoming. It was in solitude, Nietzsche believed, that one could confront the most profound questions of existence and muster the courage to become who one truly is. Consider this quote from Nietzsche. The individual has always had to struggle to keep from being overwhelmed by the tribe. If you try it, you will be lonely often and sometimes frightened, but no price is too high to pay for the privilege of owning yourself. Here, Nietzsche is telling us that the journey to self-ownership to greatness often necessitates periods of solitude and loneliness. It's not an easy path, but according to Nietzsche, the reward is the ultimate privilege of truly owning oneself. In another quote, Nietzsche says, loneliness is one thing, solitude another. This simple yet profound statement encapsulates Nietzsche's view of solitude as something distinct from loneliness. 
loneliness in Nietzsche's view is a state of lack, a condition of missing others. Solitude, on the other hand, is a state of fullness, a condition of being with oneself. It is in this state of solitude that one can cultivate the strength and independence necessary for the path of greatness. The key takeaway from Nietzsche's perspective is this. Solitude is not a state to be feared, but a condition to be sought. It's a crucible for self-transformation and the road to greatness. So if you find yourself alone, do not despair. Embrace the solitude, for it may just be the path that leads you to your greatest self. Our exploration of solitude carries us now to the 19th century Denmark, to the thoughts of a philosopher who is often regarded as the father of existentialism, Soren Kierkegaard. Born in 1813, Kierkegaard's work centered around individual existence, subjectivity, and the personal journey of becoming a true self. His philosophy, much like Nietzsche's, emphasizes the importance of the individual, but it also introduces a unique dimension to our discussion of solitude. Kierkegaard's philosophy is characterized by a deep introspective exploration of the human condition. His writings convey a profound understanding of the complexities of individuality and the existential challenges faced by individuals. For Kierkegaard, the individual's journey towards authenticity and self-understanding is paramount, and he recognized the essential role of solitude in this journey. Solitude, for Kierkegaard, was a crucial ingredient in the process of self-discovery and self-understanding. He believed that in solitude, one could confront the existential anxieties and despair that often accompany the journey towards becoming a true self. It is through this confrontation that one can find the courage to choose one's own way, to assume responsibility for one's existence. The crowd is untruth, therefore was Christ crucified, because he, even though he addressed himself to all, would not have to do with the crowd, because he would not permit the crowd to aid him in any way, because in this regard he repelled people absolutely, would not found a party, did not permit balloting, but would be what he is, the truth, which relates itself to the single individual. In this quote, Kierkegaard emphasizes the individual's need to distance oneself from the crowd to realize one's truth. For him the crowd is a symbol of inauthentic existence. The path to truth, according to him, lies not in the crowd but in solitude, where one can genuinely relate to oneself. In another profound statement, Kierkegaard writes, the more one isolates oneself, the closer one comes to oneself. Here he captures the essence of solitude as a path to self-discovery. He suggests that isolation, rather than leading to loneliness, Good morning, good morning. Tuning. Will you check on here? Before maybe. Before 2 a.m. Will you check on it for Just kidding. Hey, good morning, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Can you hear me? Can you hear me?
Hello, hello, hello. 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 Turn. Hello, Tulian, baby. Your daddy's back. Rico Ross is back. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. It's your right man, Rico Ross. What up, Tulian? I think I was muted before, which is some bullshit. Good morning. Good morning, TT. Tulier. Tulieria. Thank you for popping in, Tulian. Have you ever found yourself sitting alone? engulfed in the quietness of your surroundings with only the soft whisper of the wind and the echo of your thoughts as your company. Solitude is more than just being alone. It is a state of being, an experience where one can be alone with their thoughts, disconnected from the chaos of the outside world, a sanctuary of self-reflection and introspection. But for many, solitude is a concept that can be both intriguing and intimidating. In our society, loneliness is often painted with a broad brush of negativity. It's seen as a signal of social rejection, an unwanted state to be avoided at all costs. The constant chatter of the digital age feeds into this fear. We're always connected, always in touch, forever plugged into a network of digital friends, influencers, and trending topics. The idea of disconnecting, of being alone with nothing but our thoughts for company, seems foreign, even frightening. This fear of being alone, this dread of solitude, is what we call monophobia, and it's more common than you might think. But what if we've been looking at this all wrong? What if solitude isn't something to fear, but something to embrace? What if being alone could be a source of strength, a catalyst for personal growth, a wellspring of creativity, and a path to inner peace? That's the journey we're about to embark on together. This video will delve into the minds of some of the greatest thinkers humanity has ever known. Philosophers and psychologists who saw solitude not as a condition to be cured, but as a state to be celebrated, will explore the corridors of their thoughts, decipher the enigma of their wisdom, and attempt to understand their perspectives on solitude. From Friedrich Nietzsche's ascent to the path of greatness, to Henry David Thoreau's tranquil existence at Walden Pond, from Soren Kierkegaard's embrace of individuality to Rollo May's confrontation with existential isolation. From Carl Jung's pursuit of individuation to Jordan Peterson's insights on self-growth and resilience in solitude. Each of these thinkers offers a unique lens through which we can view and understand the art of being alone. As we embark on this exploration of solitude, 
let's first turn to the thoughts of one of the most influential philosophers of the 19th century, Friedrich Nietzsche. Born in 1844, Nietzsche was a German philosopher who left an indelible imprint on Western <coughs> philosophy with his radical ideas about morality, truth, and most importantly for our discussion today, solitude. solitude. Nietzsche's philosophy solitude. was complex, filled with paradoxes and provocative assertions that challenged conventional thinking. At the heart of his philosophy was a critique of traditional values and a celebration of individuality, vitality, and creative self-affirmation. For Nietzsche, the individual's self-affirmation was the ultimate objective, and he believed that solitude was a key element in this journey. A significant aspect of Nietzsche's philosophy that speaks directly to our topic is his concept of the path of greatness. Nietzsche believed that to achieve greatness, an individual must have the courage to stand alone, to step away from the crowd and its herd morality. He viewed solitude as an essential condition for personal transformation and self-overcoming. It was in solitude, Nietzsche believed, that one could confront the most profound questions of existence and muster the courage to become who one truly is. Consider this quote from Nietzsche. The individual has always had to struggle to keep from being overwhelmed by the tribe. If you try it, you will be lonely often and sometimes frightened, but no price is too high to pay for the privilege of owning yourself. Ooh, I like that one. Here, Nietzsche is telling us that the journey to self-ownership to greatness often necessitates periods of solitude and loneliness. It's not an easy path, but according to Nietzsche, the reward is the ultimate privilege of truly owning oneself. In another quote, Nietzsche says, loneliness is one thing, solitude another. This simple yet profound statement encapsulates Nietzsche's view of solitude as something distinct from loneliness. Loneliness in Nietzsche's view is a state of lack, a condition of missing others. Solitude, on the other hand, is a state of fullness, a condition of being with oneself. It is in this state of solitude that one can cultivate the strength and independence necessary for the path of greatness. The key takeaway from Nietzsche's perspective is this. Solitude is not a state to be feared, but a condition to be sought. It's a crucible for self-transformation and the road to greatness. So if you find yourself alone, do not despair. Embrace the solitude, for it may just be the path that leads you to your greatest self. Our exploration of solitude carries us now to the 19th century Denmark, to the thoughts of a philosopher who is often regarded as the father of existentialism, Soren Kierkegaard. Born in 1813, Kierkegaard's work centered around individual existence, subjectivity, and the personal journey of becoming a true self. His philosophy, much like Nietzsche's, emphasizes the importance of the individual but it also introduces a unique dimension to our discussion of solitude. Kierkegaard's philosophy is characterized by a deep introspective exploration of the human condition. His writings convey a profound understanding of the complexities of individuality and the existential challenges faced by individuals. For Kierkegaard, the individual's journey towards authenticity and self-understanding is paramount and he recognized the essential role of solitude in this journey. Solitude, for Kierkegaard, was a crucial ingredient in the process of self-discovery and self-understanding. 
He believed that it's gonna do that. I'm enjoying this fucking talk, but dude, the little background music is like fucking pointless. Sounds kind of gay. Oh, he's very light skinned, but he is very dark inside because he's not burnt toast, but he's avocado toast. Let's welcome the guy. What are you doing? Oh, man, I'm actually laying on the ground. Oh, I'm, I'm laying. I'm laying down on, a, like, I'm laying down on a nice, comfy setup, and uh, I'm just fucking, cool. just sitting back, resting my spine, and just decompressing, and getting off my feet, and just fucking laying back, dude. And just fucking, just gonna just lay here, and like, just lay with my neck and back relaxed for a few minutes, though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Working late. Few hours later, but I don't want to commit to a whole nap. Or mm. Yeah, then you're fucked for the day. Might as well ride the energy. Mm. You'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, I do that because I slept well the night before, so I don't know if I can go need sleep. Because I slept like 12 hours. Oh. Yeah. My body's not that fucking tired. And it was a day off, so I know my body's not going to be as tired because I didn't get it yesterday like I normally do. Uh, oh, yeah, dude, my body. My body was pretty fucking good. You coming out? Yes. Except for I can't fucking find my food stamp card. That's so why I'm fucking starving. I think really? I, I think I left that shit at work, dude, or something. That's the last place I seen it. I've been buying all my food for cash the last couple days, dude. I'm fucking broke. Shit's funny. Whoa, dude, like food stamps are nice, dude. That sucks without them, bro. Like it's so much food money. It would take just it, the bill of food is fucked. Oh yeah, for sure. It's expensive. I know. Especially if you like to eat. I just, I went both me for a couple of days because I went to eat good shit, dude. Like, not good. So what do you get for the... Well, I just, like, eat meat and stuff. Like, I just, like, proteins and, and what proteins are expensive. No, but, like, what do you get for food from those? You go, buy, go to the grocery store and buy whatever you want. And how much do you get a month? No, like, what's, uh, no, let's normal? Say, like, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, no, I didn't figure it was like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, no, but for like a single guy, dude, that's fucking. Bad. That's huge, fucking right. Dude, that's fucking. Oh, trust me, man, I've been there before. Now that I plus, some, card, do I buy do I buy food or do I buy gas or do I buy? Yeah. Or yeah, exactly, your smokes or whatever. Exactly, dude. So, but it's cool because it like, I'm fucking chilling, but dude, I just didn't expect to this guy. Yeah. Fuck. So I'm chilling, dude, but I'm just a little malnourished right now. You'll get to it. No, yeah, no, of course, dude. I'm laying back. I'm dragging. I have a bottle of water. I bought with cash last night. I said, fuck it, dude. I ain't gonna die because I'm too stingy, dude. I'll spend my cash, bro. 
But you can't drink your water? Well, I don't drink, can't drink water from the top? I don't, I don't do that. I haven't done that in a long time. Like, I mean, I'll do it when I brush my teeth, and I'll fucking do it when I eat food with, I cook with, if I do that, but shit like that. But no, dude, I don't sit there just getting a, a cup of water. I haven't, I haven't done that in ages. Like, I'll do an emergency situation, I guess. Like, But even then, dude, like, I'd rather fucking not do that, dude, for some reason. I don't like really? I don't like pipes, dude. I don't like old pipes, bro. Like, fuck with me, dude. Like house pipes. Fucking as amazing as plumbing is, I really love plumbing, man. I would not want to live in a world without plumbing, and I think it's a miracle. Actually, I think plumbing is fucking doesn't even make sense how amazing it is. It's so fucking amazing, actually. But even still, I still don't want to ingest water going through that pipes into my gut. Fair enough. That's how I feel about it. I will. I know my gut is going to get destroyed, but at the same time, like, my day-to-day water, you know, I like to, like, I know the bottled waters and filtered waters and stuff like this still has, like, little microplastics and this and that and the other, but it's still me, like, the water, I'd rather have that than fucking dirty pipe water, you know, obviously. That's just well, so. What about you? But, but, I mean, if you know you live in nice in Canada, you know, I mean, if you have nice lake, pure water, lake water, I'm sure it's nice water. Fuck's sakes. Um, wow. my wa- my water comes from like a little spring-fed pond, yeah, little side of a mountain. Yeah, I don't know what my get-up-up pipes is. I mean, we all got yet your pipe or something. I mean, they, they come through pipes. What's but... the most sanitary hypoallergenic pipe available? And I need one. Uh, it'd be like a like a HDPE, like a high-density polyethylene. Like if I was a see, I'm a peasant. I literally just am starving because I didn't have no money. So, but if I had a million dollars, dude, you know, I'd have some baller ass shit. Like the per kind of guy I am, bro. Like I would have some of the most. I would have. I would be straight, state of the art, plague dog. Like, Fuck sakes. Filtered houses, Sorry. dude. I'd be fucking. Cause I get the shit, dude. I get like with the shit that I own. Like my my tweaks out on. It's like damn, dude. But I, I still. Did you get a dog? Yeah, we have a. And this is my roommate's dog. We got two of them. They fucking little assholes, dude. There we go. Fucking stole my beef jerky last night. And fucking, like, and that's just some high quality beef jerky, dude. It's like fourteen dollar bag of beef jerky, and then so I didn't get none of that, and then or I did got some of it, but they got the rest of it, and then fuckers, uh, what else? Oh yeah, they keep dragging shit off in my room and just dragging it off and chewing it up, and I don't know what it is. So it's like now I'm just like getting fucking tweaked out, and like when something's missing, like did I misplace it or did the dogs drag it off? Like it's fucked. Oh, that's her card, for fuck's sake. Because it's like, it's a bad enough when you fucking misplace your own shit, but then when you got like little sources of just little animals that just drag your shit off, you're like, wait a second. <laughs> so it's funny though, but they're really cute and they love me and they're really nice. It's nice. But, but at the same time, dude, they're, they're fucking annoying with that shit, dude. It's like having a baby around, dude. Like, honestly. You have to put shit up. Some of the most probably, I can't leave food. Uh, it seems out and out, but. They're like little babies, actually. No, because, like, how, what are they? What kind of dogs are they? I don't fucking know, dude. They're, they're, they're medium sized. Medium sized? Mm-hmm. So, it's medium sized dogs, dude, and I'll tell you, they'll be alright, bro. They're fucking, they ain't got much going on, bro. They ain't got much, That's right. they ain't got much going on in their life, bro, honestly. They're little fucking brats, dude. It's cool. But they're adorable and they're furry and they don't even care about life, bro. They don't care about. I don't care about existence. They're not tripping, dude. They're just, they, they don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. 
with the cute and they got little fucking eyes and skulls, dude. I don't know. <laughs> they're dogs. Dude, they're fucking dogs, dude. What do you think about animals, man? Do you, they, do you think? I love my fucking dog, man. He's a fucking best friend. Do you think animals like have souls and shit like people? Like, what do you think about animals? Like, oh, for sure, hundred percent. Really? You ever, so you ever had a dog, a dog so die in your fucking arms? That. The reason I don't like to think of it like that is because then it becomes just the most tragic thing in the world of how much abuse goes then. It's like, I'd rather, I'd rather, Mom, I'd rather bro, it's no different for people, though. People like things than these fucking creatures that fucking feel pain and like we're just fucking innocent creatures and just didn't know better, just getting slain by us in the universe. I don't know. Either. He's like, wait a second. No, but it's just funny, dude. Because, because uh-huh. no, like, man, dude, like, it's relationship, dude. Like, it's like disappointing an animal. Like, an animal builds a connection to you. And, like, I think that's pretty awesome. Like that. Yeah. Like you said, you love your dog and stuff. But it's like, I guess that's just not as an animal thing. It's just like the commitment issue. When you love something, dude, there's a potential for that shit for you to disappoint them. And I think that hurts too. Like that. The animals are fucking so dude like so if you let your dog down you Yeah. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever think about letting like <laughs> I can't let my dog down, I can't let him starve, I can't let him... Oh yeah, all the time. So so what do you do? Do you not all the time, but I, it's happening. Like does that make you, you pull a your shit together? Then you fucking take care of your dog. Sure does. Dude, I don't have a I don't even have a plant, bro. I don't have a plant, dude. Not a dog, not a plant. That's okay, I don't have a plant. I don't have any plants. Well, I just mean like a thing that I'm responsible for. Yeah, but you're responsible for you. Well, yeah, exactly. Except for that nigga. But no, it's always funny because like some people need companionship or need something to look after or like something to make them behave, and it's like, dude. But then it makes sense though, because like you always hear the story of like guys who have kids, and then boom, hello everybody, hey, what up, see, what did you see, just see. And Father Brian, is that Father Brian? Do these two guys just sneak in here and I'm in the middle of a rant, dude? What the heck? Two old school hitters, dude, from Pivey and just hop in the show. What the fuck is going on right now? Jesus Christ. I'm such a tourist. Hey, hey, welcome, guys. Welcome, me and Woody Bush. Just diving into some things. Yeah, I'm laying back. I'm just laying down, relaxing. Just getting a little shut out here, man. Just a little shut out here. This beautiful day with Laguna, number one ear in Podbean. It's not Laguna, man. It's crazy. I don't want to get all crazy with you, but but dogs are a trip, bro. Oh, good. Dogs are a trip, bro. Yeah, you're not kidding. But it's fucking there, man. Little, little ass creatures, man. I, I the the seven year thing, the whole seven years thing. That's a trip, like a one dog year, seven human years thing. That lifespan, this dog short lifespan. That's crazy, dude. I heard there's some fucking. Well, seven years. I don't. My dog lives to twelve. No, I know. They, they never heard that one human year, seven dog years. So that means like if you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Well. Not seven years old, they die. Welcome, Father Brian, dude. I've been thinking about it. I've always been wondering recently. Like, recently, I've been thinking, like, dude, I was like, where the fuck? I thought the worst. I was like, Father Brian just disappeared. I was like, what happened? I It was just, I didn't know that, but I'm so, like, 
I would, you're very, it's very curious. I was very, I'm so, it's very, I'm filled with, with great, with great joy that you're still around. Right, Brian, I don't know if you're sick or nothing. I just know, like, you disappeared and you never know. And, uh, I moved on. Yeah, exactly. I, I haven't, as it seems, I haven't moved on. But I, but I moved forward, I guess. I just moved, but I haven't moved on. I'm still just rambling away. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. We'll have to catch up sometime. What, are you just popping on in to Podbean just to... I guess I was going to look you up, huh? If I really was that curious. I, it was more of a thought thing. Like, you always just wonder what happens to the great people you meet, but then you don't really ever do anything to go find out. You just always remember them and like, hey, I remember that guy. Like, there was an episode, a podcast, and I had with you stuff like that, a bunch of little old clips, so, so they reached out, oh really, wow that's hilarious, well welcome man, more fun for me dude, thing going on in here, Hang on, I gotta get a mic. Hello, folks. The next person we have on has made a long-awaited return and is sexier than ever. Let's welcome the irresistible. Okay. Yeah, you want to say hi to Rico? Hey, Rico. Good day. That's Mother Rebecca. Hey, man, my guys are like flashbacking me a bunch of little memories, signals in my brain that I haven't used in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, that's it, guys. Man, I didn't. You guys are still kicking. So glad to hear it. So glad to hear y'all doing y'all thing. Yeah, no. I don't know. Shit got weird about a year and a half ago on here. Damn. We just, we couldn't do it anymore. Well, yeah. yeah. I always miss that somehow. I was just in my own little world. But, but dang, I'm still here just in my own little world. You're really smart one. Smart or? Shit got very bizarre about a year, year and a half ago. And like he had to really fucking try to get in. He looked at the door like, damn, why are you so hard to push today? Like he looked at the door funny. The dog, he looked at the door after he barged in. Now he's laying here. Oh, but yes, I have an impersonator. They stole the show. They stole everything. to get in here. Did I close the door? Oh, really? I don't know, Rico. I wish him luck. I hope uh, it goes well for him. But yeah, they stole my identity and everything. What do you mean your identity? No, not my literal identity. There's somebody running around saying they're Father Brian that, well, oh, you're you're talking to me now. What are the odds that they're okay. trying to impersonate you, or they're just, they happen to be a guy that's in his Brian and also a father? No, no. Podbean reached out. They're literally saying they're Planet ADHD and me. Oh. Yeah, no. So guess what, Weirdly. Guess, guess, I, 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 uh, guess what? The dog is having stomach pain right now, and he's sitting here just, like, bursting and, like, very uncomfortable and, like... I mean, guess who get guess who guess who had a missing bag of beef jerky last night? I had him. Oh, did did Rico miss beef jerky? Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's, now look that's at what this little get, tiny right. dog is sitting here, just about to explode, and is literally just whimpering. <laughs> right, because he ate the entire bag. Yeah, huh? Exactly, he's a little thief <laughs> ass dude. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of beef jerky dude. for a, a dude your size. Imagine being that old dog. Yeah, man, fucking asshole. So he's happy, but he's like also like stuffed. But yeah, from now on, if it's me, I will call it. 
Like, I don't care what show it is. If they invite me, I'll be yeah, up there. I'll tell you why, so everybody knows. I thought it was you. Imagine, like, that's how good Yeah, but you know my voice, Rico. Right, well, no, now I know, but remember how when you first came in, you just said it was Father Brian, and I was like, hey. No, that's, that's why when you asked me to join, I joined, because if yeah. I don't, you're not going to know it's me or not. No, now I know, now I know for a fact it is. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm back, but I'm I'm not ghosting. First of all, we weren't ghosting anybody. Are if you, you were anywhere near this happening, no, 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 uh, no. We, uh, um, right I'll be honest with you, because it's you. Uh, I will tell you, our son was diagnosed with severe autism mm-hmm. shortly after we left, and that that's kind of been our focus ever since. Oh, hey, Rico, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I mean, this gig don't pay. Actually, it cost you. You know, I seen your VIP now. Uh, <laughs> exactly, man. This is just a weird. So you know what I mean, like yeah, hobby, but we definitely understand, man. Yeah, no, nah, for well, uh, at the end for us, it wasn't. We were doing better than than well, probably most on here at the end. No, no, I mean, like overall, we had. I I've been in comedy for fifteen years. Oh. I I had a leg up on this shit. Oh, you're a funny guy, you. Yeah. All you have to do is go out there, yeah. stand up, and show me your face, eh? Hey? You betcha. Stand up, let them look at you. If they giggle, keep doing it. Funny to look at. That's right. Now you gotta stand there. Fucking hell yeah. But no, I. Uh, by the end of it, we had turned down Black Magic Design Studios. I'm working with them now on on some things, but they uh, produce uh, like programs for Hollywood to make movies and shit. That's kind of the direction we moved. We're moving into um, video as opposed to just audio. I would love to. So, if you, if you are you on other media like Fire Google, Pioneer ADHD, I would probably lead to some contact links for you. No, ADHD as as a uh, conceptually, we still own the trademark, but Podbean pulled the show down after a year. So okay. We didn't pamper a year, and if you don't pamper a year, they will literally delete your account. Wow! So you'd have to like transfer it over before they do that. I have all my masters. I didn't care. Uh, I could re-release that entire show, all 300 episodes, whenever I wanted to. It'd take me a while to do, but I'd just go to someplace like Castbox. Yeah, I mean, like it's smart enough not to be They would just have to transfer the show to a different platform before Podbean could be. Um, if you guys aren't backing up your show, start now. Get Pay the money. Get a terabyte drive. That's what we did. Uh, we've got like 10 terabytes. Of, well, I'm a computer guy anyway, but I've got a lot, but you don't need that many. You can get a small terabyte drive, like yeah, a couple of terabytes. So and and two phones. I have two phones that went out in a row, and I would do it. It was hey, having two quick in a row, bro. Like, I'm fucked right now. Yeah, no, Rico, this is why you got to back up. We, I, I'm an IT, though. Like, I'm not what's like thing, Jimmy. I remember my passwords, dude. I'm locked out of every account, dude. I'm just like, Rico, 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 YouTube your phone and how to get around those passwords and we'll literally find videos that will tell you how. Okay, I'll try that, dude. I'm so fucked. Yeah, no, just Google, like, how to get around the Google, the, the Google startup password and all that, and it'll tell you and you'll you'll be fine. Right. You'll open them both back up, I hope, because well, no, I know how to destroy that. That's what's the crappy part. I can't even get the phones. Ah, oh, fuck, really? Yeah, and then like, and then I was like, oh, I'll pay for someone to fix the screen, but one of them, it's like the liquid busted in. And it's like, oh my fuck. Oh, uh, now you're fucked. Yeah, yeah it broke the lid. Yeah, no. It's so sad. Dude. <laughs> now you're fucked. Yeah, that is sad because phones ain't cheap, bro. Well, 
Well, not the, it's not the um, cool part. It's the access to my accounts, dude. It's like I'm, I haven't been on bro, that too. or Instagram or anything like in a couple months. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, I might, I yeah, been, I did not even I think about it. Been on any kind of social media, bro. I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just been like. Yeah, but no, fuck. We live on these things. You're not wrong. Dude, I've just been so fucking isolated. Like, I have just like a new email that no one knows. I'm not on any social media. I'm like just dead ghost. It's good to hear your voice. I will say that. Yeah, I haven't talked to you in a year. Yeah, no, it's good to hear your voice. Appreciate you. Man. Been a long time. Hell yeah, same man. I, I didn't know. Like, it's not that we don't miss everybody. It's just that I don't know. There's there's a certain element of people on pod being oh, that yeah, we don't want to deal with. I'm not on here for the community, man. Like I tell you, like I have my couple of obscure things, but dude, I'm just on here like just wasting time, honestly, and then like. Doing some I'm here to do something, yeah, right? Doing epic philosophy in between. Like I, I have my moments where it's like conceptual theories of like a madman, but then it's like sometimes. Hey, this is what I'm telling you, man. You got to back that up. You got to get, you got to get downloads your shit and get it put somewhere. Right. That way, if they do to you what they did to us, well, I have a. Bunch it's not of like it never happened. Sure. But now that it's, uh, I'm, I lost the couple because I had it backed up on the Google Drive and stuff. But since then, like, I need to get even better than that. You need that you gotta have the password to get to that, right? Exactly, man. <laughs> See, I back all mine up to terabyte drives yeah, and exactly. stuff because yeah, of that. But yeah, I'll blow your whole mind. Like a year ago, somebody outright stole the show. They used a different logo, our name, and we're like, we're doing 15 minute comedy come time. Google got a hold of us then themselves, and we're like, hey, you're being impersonated. We're like, well, okay, just please shut them down if you can. The thing about it is... Like, no, we've been being impersonated for a year. Yeah, but you see, the same thing, just like scary to hear your voice and everything, and like, even if you planet HD, got the show got dropped, or whatever, it's like, you're the... It's, you could always come back around and be awesome, so that's always a nice thing. It's like, they can never take your soul. Yeah. No, they can't, the and that's what I kind of... That's a discussion we had last night. Right, exactly. But your show is nice little portfolio and memory thing. Oh, and, I don't yeah, we have it. Just the rest of the world don't. Uh, whoever was trying well, to rob us like, doesn't have access to the material. Like, for someone who loses their own yeah, it, like, yeah, well, it's not like it didn't up. happen, right? You know what I mean? Because it's like, let's say, I got to tell you, it's been weird finding out that somebody's out there being me. Really? Like, what, what, are, the, what are they saying about Like, what are they doing? Well, they're they're pretending to be Father Brian. I'm, I'm not sure how. They've got to be using AI, right? You get a minute to anybody, minute to three minutes to anybody's voice. You can get a a facsimile of anybody you want. Voice that they're just typing as you. Yeah, that's what I'm figuring. I don't. I just found out about this yesterday. I have not had a pod bean open on a phone anything going over a year. I haven't been anywhere near this app. I'd I'd had it. I my last episode, I literally blew up. Really? That's. Amazing. I mean. Yeah, you know how hard it is to get me mad. Oh, oh, no, I lost my fucking mind. Oh, no. Guy I thought gave a fuck about me and literally had been knifing me in the back oh, with every troll on Podbean for... Huh? I was just introducing our next guest here real quick. All right, we have another guest on. The next guest we have on, this man, this man he is a picker and he is a wheeler and dealer. So let's welcome our junkie giant. Let's welcome Short Pants Rider. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a weird one. Uh, That's a weird one. So, you must have left right at the same time I, I hopped on there, Pastor Brian. Pastor Brian? He's his father, Brian. Or Father Brian. Father, <laughs> yeah, and, and, no, 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 no offense taken, but it's Father. And, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure I've made your acquaintance. It's a pleasure to meet you. 
Yeah, it's good to meet you too. Uh. So who got your goat, huh? Somebody uh, got your goat. Well, I'm being impersonated according to Podbean, so I'm just here trying to figure out who would want to do that, I'll be honest with you. Um, according to Podbean or according to people on Podbean? No, according to Podbean themselves. Uh, That's cool. No, I don't deal with the people on Podbean. Cause have you have you changed uh, devices at all? No. Since you were on last? No, sir. Oh. No. Also, I was in computer IT at one point in my life. Like, not, uh, I, I spent yesterday working. Uh, we we were going back and forth with Podbean working on this. I'm just here for the short time, uh, trying to figure out what's going on. I'm not even saying I'll do anything about it. It, it is what it is. But I mean, what's like the worst thing that someone impersonates you? Well, that's what I mean. Is it the, not the sincerest form of flattery? And if they're not doing things that are harmful to other people, I don't know that I care. Oh, that's an interesting way to put it, yeah. Well, uh, if, if you'd have gotten to know me, I'm kind of that guy. You can do what you want with me as long as you're not hurting nobody else. Or yourself, right. obviously. I don't want anybody. But other than that, it's like Rico said, Rico, this is weird. You've known me for a while. I, I don't feel that I'm a person you would impersonate. Right, it's like the most thing like, It's like... It's funny though, but it, since it is it, that makes it awesome though. Like, I wish somebody could present me, even though I don't, wouldn't care and I wouldn't think it's good or bad. Like, it's still, I wish somebody could. It's weird, I'll be honest. I mean, it's not, not, that's, I just can't think of anybody that was on Podbean while we were hot that would, do, that would care enough to do it. I mean, right? Yeah, but if you were doing it, I'm not worried about it because you got a mental health show here and I know you're doing what I would want done. I wouldn't care. I'm just here to make sure that the girls of Podbean aren't using my good name to make people feel bad about themselves or some dumb shit. Short pants, Robert, I'm yeah. show a mental health show from Are you? Well, that stuff you had on last night was pretty good. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say that much. Uh, and then you started talking. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? Like... <laughs> It was it was really good. It, I like that. Well, gentlemen, it was a pleasure. I have to be off, Rico. It was great. It's good to meet you, Brian. Nice to meet you, sir. Uh, you guys were well, and I'll try to be around more often, Rico. Uh, send everybody our love, man. Thanks. All right, later, man. What's that? Yeah, I'm on my way home. How long does it take you? Uh, anywhere from half an hour to 45. And depending on traffic. And that's like, like, you know, 45 if there's a lot of traffic. But, I mean, if it's, if we're doing 80 miles an hour, uh, it's going to take me half an hour. Oh no, I I I drive like fucking crazy. But it's def- I I it's also defensive. Like I've spent uh I don't know an an exorbitant amount of time on the road. Like I I since I've had this job, I have not lived uh 
closer than 30 miles from it. Okay. No, it's just because that's it just happens to be that. Like Yeah. Yeah, I I've moved like from one side of it to the other. Like it was 30 miles on one direction and then it was literally 30 in the opposite direction. Um, no, not really. I just like living in the country and it's in the middle of the, it's in the middle of everything. So uh, it's, I mean if you know Portland, it doesn't take much to get out to the bonus. But if you go if you go west, you can go a long ways west before you're in the boonies. Like Beaverton is is almost bigger than than Portland is. Beaverton uh, Hillsboro is right next to Portland. It's just you go to the other side of the hills, and boom. Yeah, it's. I think Portland actually might be dying. It's possible. So. It's unfortunate. The 90s were awesome for Portland. So were the 2000s. There's a lot to be said for being back there. There really is. For being back in, like, you know, being back in. Well, no, for like, everybody needs to be self sufficient, you know? Yeah, 
what what is gonna happen for this era and I still I still have to So what about the steam power? Well, we've already done that a few times. And there's skeleton. I mean, there's skeletons out there with with what appears to be um, nothing less than like laser brain like holes in their head that could we can only do that with a laser. Honestly, can I just say something about that? I think might as well because I'm not here. So like why lose half the like why don't you lose a half the population society's fucked up? Fuck some of the knowledge of that time period. Come on, that shit. Why are you keeping it? Like if the society gets right. with an asteroid and like half the world's a mark, fuck that area, dude. Fuck just bury it. Start over. Start <laughs> over, dude. Honestly. Right, and the, well, dude. That's like we've done that on multiple occasions. Yeah, I mean, you look the at like. Destroyed, it really hello, folks. This person we have wrong is a philosopher. She has a hell of a vocal cord. Let's go. Start your hands. Huh? Morning, Rico. I can't see who's who. No. <laughs> Bella forever. Bella. Hey Robert. Uh, yeah, no, if we're gonna if we're gonna lose like part of human knowledge, you know, we, we kind of already have done that, but we might as well lose the part that sucks. But that's the only crappy part, though, because it's like you'd have to lose like a big portion to to, the, to the, consider the waste of the wash. It's more damages than the car's worth, just scrap it. Like, versus partners like that. But where do you get to that? Versus investing in this reformation. Well, if you look at it, like, we can we can go to the moon and we can make these space rovers, right? But, but we do that, like, we use the computers to do all that calculating. As humans, we have already lost the the capacity on a human level to get people to the moon again. We've, we've lost that in, that, in the 50 years since then. I think that, like, I agree. I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I would like to pose that I would consider tools that really that and technology, and even if it is minerals on the ground and stuff that is from not human, I think that could still be considered as humans doing getting there. As I think tools count as us. Okay. I, I can say, like, if we drive to the moon, like Dan and saying we do, or if we, or if we like, because just for the physical limitations, our bodies wouldn't make it back or whatever, like, just the, if we, just that of, again, a drone to the sun, I, I would say we went to the sun, because we can't visit. Well, that'd be kind of neat. Right? I mean, well, when he sees on it, 61 degrees outside. 
wrestling church, I say there, it's like, our physically, we are too, our, our, our physical makeup is overwhelmed by the grandness of the universe in that case. Because no, no, well, no, like, we used to have a, a scholastic system that would, where, where people had in their brains the capacity to do the, the math that was required and, and do the calculations to for to get someone to the moon. All that stuff was done without computers, right? Like that wasn't done with any kind of like. It sounds like sounds like a big feat. It was extremely complicated. Yeah, I mean, you're doing you're doing the speed of the moon going around the Earth uh, as we're going around the sun. You're doing all of those calculations by hand. Exactly, because like none of that stuff is done on a computer. Like you guys, it ain't as crazy as it seems. Like. Yeah, yeah, but all of those people are gone. Most of their descendants, the, the ones, well, not necessarily their descendants. It wasn't like a week and a half, something like that. It was a while. Or, or it could have been days. I, I, I can't recall. Well, the moon's not as close as you think it is. I've been watching too much Friday. Um, what are you guys talking about? Uh, the loss of human knowledge. Oh. You know, let, let's say there was something happened and everybody above the age of 18 died. Oh, wow. Like, and then I said, if, if we lose, like, I was actually bringing up a point, though, if we mm-hmm. lose half the population, we might as well scrap the people. That was my initial point. But then I yeah. Sorry, I can't, hear, I can't hear what Rico is saying. Sorry? I was saying, yeah, I was having problems, too. Let me mute real quick. I was saying that what my, do you say, Rico? my initial point was that if we lost a big portion of the population or a big chunk of our current technology or ability to, to access technology and lifestyle, a certain aspect, like if, we, if the grid goes down permanently, eh, that's dramatic. But even if we lose internet or something like this, or even a little more dramatic, like half the population or something, I feel like the knowledge might as well, if society goes to a certain point of destruction where society is no longer recognizable, might as well, like in theory, I'm just thinking conceptualizing, I don't really believe any of this, but like in theory, wouldn't it, it just might as well scrap all of it. Like it wouldn't be important then. Like if society crumbles, would any of the books would will it, would Shakespeare matter? Will would would any of the freaking amazing like revelations and inspirational things that we le- learned and felt in the society matter if the society is destroyed? Once it's destroyed, it doesn't even matter. So might as well. Like is it'll be neat if something gets remained, but like really, it isn't any more sad. Once you get to a certain point of it gone, like it's just as sad as mm-hmm. you can get. You mean society in terms of people, actual bodies? Yeah, I'm saying like in that sense, yeah, like in bodies, like in bodies, in theory, because mm-hmm. that's really the thing that makes society. But but then, mm-hmm. but then yeah, but like, so I'm saying that, but like, because yeah, but then, or just the loss of technology, like, or electricity or something like that, but yeah, or like a loss of such yeah. a huge chunk of population that now society is just disrupted so much where it's, they do, like, people are back to such mm-hmm. a primal. Rico, remember the first conversation we had? You had um, that guy on your panel. I remember we were talking about AI 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, so just to circle back to that, that is the direction it looks like we're going. Like a lot of things are being replaced, will be replaced, which is already here. AI is already here by uh, AI. They're even saying rumors. Because like if society crumbles right now, they won't make it. Like if all the supply chains stop, if all the... If, if, like, yeah. Dude, they have, yeah. They're almost there though. If they can get it to where robots can make robots without humans, then they're... Yes. If robots can do human jobs, I don't know what Robert thinks about that. But they're not there Where right do... now, and the world could end right now, so they still haven't won. Like the world is very. Well, oh, no, AI AI has been around a long time. They just haven't, they just haven't shot it out there. Like if you go to Walmart right now, Rico, right? Mm-hmm. You know who's cleaning the floors? A robot. I was gonna, I was gonna say like an old black dude, but okay. Did you see that movie Megan? You know that huge thing? Like the, I don't know if you saw that movie. Like it's a huge robotic machine that's cleaning the floors. There's not a person doing it oh, anymore. I understand the whole taking. It's just, it's just very, it's very demeaning. I understand what you're saying because without society and people, and like, I guess humanity, where do we fit in? Yeah, with the AI thing though, the, it, the only thing is manufacturing though. Like, you, to manufacture replaces you replaces society, you, you replaces you. Like you need a, right. You need, you need like a place that people can go after working. Yeah, there's like a- Rico. Like like Rico. Just one thing, and I'll just let Robert. Sorry, Robert. Rico, imagine me being replaced and you being replaced by an AI robot. That's an easy fix, right? That that could happen, right? Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a very easy fix. And then easy I fix. Talking, I'm, I'm sitting here talking to AIs. Could that make it just be in a digital? Like, it doesn't replace me. It's just it's just a thing out there. Like if someone makes a video game about Rico Rocks, does that mean that they replace me? Or they, is that just How are you going to replace a person, though? Like I mean, you replace you at your job or something. Like, you can't yeah, replace but... me. You could you could just. You could be something. Yes. Go to. Yes. You could go to the my, that AI Rico Roxy's show and listen to him, but then you could also go to mine. No, I mean as a worker. Oh, as a worker. Oh, I, think, I mean as a worker. Uh, as a worker. Certain, certain, certain occupations for sure. Yeah, There'll yeah, always be something. Yeah, then, you then you better be. You better either have a low subsistence, low subsistence lifestyle, or something. Luckily, if I lost, if they replace me right now, luckily I literally can fit all my belongings in two cases, and I don't have any kids. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be as sad as I can see my job in ten years. They have everything they need, but to not have they wouldn't need your job's already been replaced by Amazon. They they don't have people driving around. Um, sort of. They do. Like I I don't know. Half, anyways. Like it's on the it's on the way, anyways. Well, the, the problem with that is they need they need a lot of people to run. I'm sorry, I, I lost I lost my entire Wi-Fi, so I didn't hear anything. Sorry about that. What essentially, what a, when it comes to food, it's a lot harder to do with food because of dates, not just dates, but but temperatures and how fresh things are, and people tend to buy food in in small packages. Um, Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to keep that going. Um, it would be harder with an AI. It would be. At, at least it would moment, be, but to keep to actually have the infrastructure to do that. Right. But thinking about your type uh, of job, Robert, is trades, correct? Trades, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. 
trades would w trades cannot be replaced. Yeah, that's well, what they, I was uh, Hey, you guys, you guys just remind me of something. If you okay, so like, let's say there's a bluff, right? What is a bluff? A bluff is some a, some uh, something that someone does, but you know if you could, but if you don't know it's a bluff, you don't know it's a bluff. And t but if you if you know something that they don't know, you know, then you know it's a bluff. Then you can call their bluff confidently. So bring this idea. Mm -hmm. to you, if you, if AI, if we just said this right now, what you guys just said that no matter what, it's just more inefficient. Like it's just something doesn't. Mm -hmm. What if that just means it doesn't add up? And what if that is something that is to be not worried about then because it's just so illogical and it's just it's pretty interesting and new and stuff, but it's not truly a threat. Because even though it is like a cool, dangerous, recognized AI machine, really, what can that do to without human control? Well, people lose their jobs because the guy who used to clean the Walmart floor is replaced now by a robot, but, the yeah. one I go to every day. Right, right, right. Yeah, there'll be somebody. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's already here. Rico, we talked about this before. It's already here since like four months ago. Yeah. I remember that, but... But, but yeah, I, I hear you. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it, start, it was 2020. I saw the first yeah. one. Ah. It, yeah, it was, yeah, it was no, just I, before they closed all the 24 hour stores. 100%. I, I, I got, you know, I started doing this job. And so I <laughs> was doing our grocery shopping in the middle of the night because there's no one around. I might have, and I'm up, so I might as well go grocery shopping. Have you guys heard the. Um, yeah, go ahead. Say this on that. Well, as far as robots taking job, I have heard this though. Have you guys thought of this? Is if 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 they take all those jobs, what that does is then free up all those people that were in those jobs to pursue things that they were more passionate about, and like actually make society actually like get all those it'll, jobs taken care of. And then no, that's not the goal. <laughs> no, but do you think no, it'll no, end up pushing no, more no, people no. fucking welfares, but it, 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 exactly, if, if like not handled correctly, exactly. but if you could handle it in a better way, it could possibly lead to other jobs but like there's, there's already jobs. shortage of jobs so like, no, you know, no, no no like no jobs, jobs, they're, job. they're not they're not going to make more there's only a shortage no, no. of jobs that's a, a i don't i don't think there's so many necessary jobs that people need to do that nobody wants to do that it's a problem if you can well there's money, if you really think about it everybody's job is expendable like if you had a robotic day person a daycare person that's great because then you don't have to worry about them molesting the kids and you have someone watching your kid well, okay, but yeah, well, the thing is, every everybody's like job, that, everybody's job like is expendable. I'm starting a robot. Like we play AI daycare. Who wants to get in on it? Yeah, I can be replaced by a robot in what I do. You can be replaced by a robot, Rico, easily. Amazon player can be uh, worker can be easily replaced by robots. I'm a philosopher. They just they just pack shit in boxes. They just pack shit in boxes. They can get an AI person to do that. Well, uh, in the in the essence of, I I I honestly think that AI has already been here, and that's the direction that it will be going, and we really can't do too much about it. That, but like, just like it AI and all this has just been like a holographic mirage. I think they all know about AI from a long time ago. That's so where the direction we're heading. The Bilderberg meetings are like the, those rituals to Alec the Al God, that Molik the Al God guy. Like, what does that have to do with AI? Do you think that there's which Al God? Which no, oligarch are you talking about? No, I said uh, the the Rothschilds. I said the Rothschild Bilderberg meetings and shit like that, like these world elites and these kinds of things. Because I feel like mm -hmm. it, there must be some inter intersection, intercrossing with all these worlds, right? With the corruption, with the Illuminati, with AI, with the gut, with the money, with the military. There must be some interwoven with the Clintons, with the all. Well, it's kind of. I don't think it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's just. 
part of what society is going to become. I just think the bankers and the AI are two separate fact like fact. Factions, I would say that are. I don't. Uh, I don't compare bankers to AI. I just think well, I society. As far as the level of potential destruction. No. Or in the no. World. No. I just think from everything that has happened in the last five years, uh, with the cost of inflation and how AI has already been worked on, and they're working on it, and everything that's happened, it's meant to, it's meant to depopularize the world. In some form of capacity, we just don't know what it is or yet. Control the world, or control. Or control. It's a matter of control, and so the people who have the money. Absolutely, a matter of control. It's a matter of control. So the oligarchs or whoever it is you're thinking in your head, everybody's in on it. We just don't know who it is. Right. And you're participating by using it. Exactly. By using anything that has anything to do with it. Exactly. So the fact that you're even on Podbean means that you're participating. Exactly. Exactly. That's where I'm going with that. Rico makes me laugh. Rico is saying, what if they replaced him by AI and there was no more Rico Rocks? So here's the thing. Before, when I came on, right? there was a guy on by the name of Father Brian, okay, who was on this show. And he was, when I came on, he was. He's right here. He's right here. Father Brian is. Yeah, he's in the chat. No, he he left right. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. So yeah, he was on, and he was saying this that Podbean was telling him that somebody was uh, was cloning him, basically. What's Podbean doing it? Jeez. And so, and he he made the the thing of like, well, maybe (laughs) there's an AI out there because it only takes about three minutes of conversation, and. AI can redo your voice, right? He said, oh, yeah. well, what if, what if uh, this this clone of me that's running around or, or troll of me that's running around Bobby <laughs> as Father Brian is an AI, and here we are actually talking about this. What you if know, we're talking and, to Rico and Rico is an AI and we don't know if it's Rico? Right. And he just steers the conversation to AI, so we'll talk about it. Yeah, we don't know. It's we don't know if it's really Rico because we've never met Rico, so we don't even know if it's Rico. AIs are inertly uh, selfish, (laughs) and they need to be talked about. Rico, are you an AI? (laughs) I have videos online, main lady. I jacked off in front of cast. Rico, we're joking. Rico, we're joking. We're joking. We're joking. We're joking. Okay, I said if you were replaced by a robot, how would it be? Absolutely not. This backtrack. Yeah. There'll only be Rico. What Rico's trying to say, there's only one Rico. Like with how Rico talks I mean, and how Rico acts. You know what I mean? Well, definitely can make a voice impression there, but, you know, I hold myself very uniquely, so that it's very hard to, to, I'm hard to impersonate. Exactly. Right? Exactly. The often, the often imitated, rarely impersonated. Yeah. Was there a song about that? Often imitated, rarely impersonated? I, I don't know. It, it, it must be because it came into my head. Oh. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dark, lonely path, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It's somewhere out there. It's 
fucking, it's a, I'm fighting. a very interesting conversation. I don't want to let my it's interesting. Go. I don't want to let my rato so, but that keeps it keeps going to like humans are very interesting. But the but the AI thing, I'm I'm not. It could be. I'm not trying to disregard it. Yeah. Quick, if it happens, AI has to happen so quick that it, it's it's like turning a stove on. Like we hear like fire. It has to be something like that. It's already here. No, but I'm not saying like I'm saying like. They, well, you think about it. In the last two thousand years of our development, right? Just the last two thousand years, AI has happened in the blink of an eye. That's what I'm saying. Blink of an eye. It has to continue. It has to make. It has to complete this process now. Like if it doesn't complete it perfectly, it's not gonna happen. Like it has this one quick opportunity, and it's gonna see how it falls. You see, Rico, that's where you're missing the point. It's already here. That's what I've been trying to tell you. But it's like it hasn't like locked the door behind it though. It probably has. We would never know. No, we will know. How will it, you it know? It already has its own social media. It's got its own social platform. There's social media for AIs only. You wanna yeah. When, you want to know when we'll know? When? They, when they cut off the internet. No. No, they'll be, they'll be internet. They'll be everything. That is when it's game over, folks. When they say, now you don't matter. We've well, then I'll be dead. If I don't have Wi-Fi, I'm they dead. Have, they only have to give us <laughs> because they want our help. They need us now. So they need us to be docile. But the moment, Jesus, mm -hmm. the moment that they don't need us, they won't have us around. Scary thoughts. And that's when the T-1000s arrive. But so when Terminator, like, Terminator comes. Around, it all means they need us. If they, if yeah. As you claim, that means that we're still... We're still well... They don't need me. I'm just one person and like no, a million they people. Need you to need because you invoke oh, you do your part like they need society. What do I do? You, you, whatever you do, I don't know what the fuck you do, but whatever you do, it's something that doesn't like, affect somebody somewhere else that like, keeps the day to day people going. Like, realistically oh, speaking, I think I'm the most irrelevant. Most irrelevant. Of the internet right now. Just All I do is pick the proverbial Smurf berries. Exactly. Right, Robert? Yeah. Like, Robert gets where I'm going with that. Like, I'm the most irrelevant thing that they would ever want to research. So, like, I have nothing they would want to want to find out about me. Don't look at it like what you're doing, but look at what you're using. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna go hang out with the wife for a bit. So I'll talk to you guys later. All right. All right. Uh, mm. Leaving at a nice talk here, but what I'm saying is not that you're that, like, but. The fact that yeah. like, we all kind of conveniently use the internet, but we all decide, like, hey, it's kind of creepy, but we all still kind of like the fact that we could come on here and go on pie. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So, so we're all like, yeah, like, let's not cut it yet. Let, let, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. No, because no, it's, it's still pretty good. Like, oh, look at all these. But then meanwhile in the background, oh, look at all these fucked up things happening. No, no, but like that. So they're like, just make, we were, they're using them. They're like, we have bought into this, like, Oh, it's convenient, isn't it? Like, but really, is it? We, we, we get entertained. It's not. You're you know? right. You're right. Yeah, from and, that side, yeah, I understand. Yeah. But then, but then, mm -hmm. but then, boom! They could cut off the internet at any given moment. Any yeah. Moment. And then what? Then we'll be. We won't have that distraction no more. Now we won't have the that entertainment. Now we'll go. We'll be doing shit for real. We'll be fucking facing real life problems. We'll be. <laughs> we'll be fucking. But but then all the commodities will have to go. All. Of them. What was that? These are dogs. These two dogs. Oh, oh, come. Okay. <laughs> These two dogs are fighting. These two dogs. What are you doing while I'm in the studio? Sorry, I'm chewing. They're licking me all over the face. Eating something. Good morning, Mr. A. 
Doing better. So, 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 let that tell you. That yeah, I understand that. Yeah, no, no, I understand. you understand, but I hope you understand at the same time. It, uh, it's, mm-hmm. all, it's all good. These guys, uh, fuck it. You just have to say fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck, fuck it. it, baby. Fuck, fuck it, baby. It. Just, yeah. Because that is that. What day is it today? I don't even know what day it is. I work in a few couple hours, so. Oh. I'm actually just laying back, just getting a little like relaxation, leisure time before I get my fucking engine revved up. Before you rock the day and seize the day. I'm laying down on the ground. That's why the dog sounds so close. Because I'm just on the ground, like on a blanket, just like laying back with my body flattened out. I like your background picture, Peter Griffin. He's cute. Yeah, that's funny, huh? The little racist thing. Love Peter Griffin. The like the the, the line above is not racist, and the line at the bottom is racist. Or like, or did oh, I didn't read it. I didn't read it. Oh, it's, too, it's like this episode, like in the episode, like the he does, like he gets oh. over and the cop pulls up the card, and whatever cut, like if he's if he's gonna get arrested, it's like on the bottom half of that line, or don't like it said arrest, and then like the dark skin arrest. Like, but since he like, mm. so he pulled up the card to match his skin when he pulled him over to pick mm. if he was gonna arrest him or not. And like, since Peter's skin was the tone of the non-arrest, he let him go. Like, all right, you're free to go. So it's like, Hi, four Q. Four Q is really cool. Hi, four Q. I can't put the peanut away. Oh, four Q is your admin. Four Q is a really cool guy. I like him a lot. Four Q is my nigga. Yeah, four Q. Really cool, dude. Hey, four Q. We fucking went in for a second. Who? Oh yeah, I know short pants work nights, right? So it's 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 sometimes hard to get a hold of him. So he just came in and left. I think I walk around sometimes mm-hmm. and I think about the world without internet. Though I do, I die. I probably die. It's gonna be fucked up, dude. <laughs> but no, that's when society's gonna get really pissed and like get mad and like fight back at the government and like really like take protest yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's when shit's gonna go hand like, that's when shit's gonna, gonna go hand so that's why they can't do that until they have ai perfected well you know you can have an ai like you know the movie megan so ai was like the 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 ai robot ro- 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 oh, i can't speak the robot was there to get the child lost her parents in a car crash if you saw that movie so the ai replaced Spoiler that movie. you should watch that movie that's all about ai and to watch movies. I haven't watched movies in a long time. I, I don't mind a robot doing my laundry and, and bringing me a coffee. I'll, I'll pay for that kind of robot. I want to make my own coffee. You want to make your own coffee? Don't you feel yeah. like you want to wake up one day and have somebody bring it? No, like, in that particular thing, I, I like seeing what I ingest, honestly. Like, I don't trust Really? Like, I like being a part of, like, I like to make what I eat and drink, honestly, and that's just me. I'll probably invest in a robot if it was for sale, if I, I could afford it. I don't like, I like to be this hand, like, in control of, like... No, like a friendly robot. He could be called Brian. Don't you ever worry that, like, people just don't care about you as much as you do, so they just, like, take steps and shortcuts with the shit they do, and then it, like, don't, and, like, next thing you know, you're fucking Well, up. I have to do everything for myself. Sometimes I need a break. Dude, I hear you on that, though, but at the same time, it's like, coffee? Come on, man. Let, like, you, like, I want to suck my dick, robot, or something, like... Not, Rico! Like, I mean, something like that, like... Jesus Christ! There's something like that, like, time yeah, I don't think you want a robot sucking your dick, bro. No, like... You can, have, you can have a robot as a girlfriend, too. I was just listening to Joe Rogan, he's... Just throw that oh in god so that's a, no but like do something that i don't want to do don't like i want to make my own coffee but like i hear you though like if you, need you know i really find that quite admiring that you want to wake up and make your own coffee i find that very admiring yeah I don't, like, I don't funny do i love making coffee in the morning but i hate drinking coffee hate there's just some days i wish i was at the ritz carlton and somebody would serve me breakfast i'm just weird with food yeah i could get down with that or the fairmont yeah 
and somebody just bring me a freaking breakfast. I don't have to clean up and I can just like leave. That's like one of my favorite things to do, actually. I, I don't mind getting taking the advantage of working hard and earning money that I spend on having a time like what would we rather have something else be done for us versus do ourselves that's a crazy little thing to think about think about it because that's like that do everything myself so sometimes it's nice to have somebody else do it <laughs> something it not be you. nice for something to think for you to fucking poop for you like, no you know, fuck like, it we go here like can i have an AI just, just not like, having to do everything AI? all the time on your own dude can i have an ai like just like bring walk a toilet over to me like, see here this is this is this right here is the problem because what you're saying, all these things that you're saying, wipe my ass. If I can dress me like this is not, I'm not saying you necessarily, but let's yeah, see. Right, right, right. This is this concept of like the, the, this is like what they're teaching, like the this generation of, yeah. No, I'm just coming at it from a, from a, from a point of like, that is interesting to look at that concept though, of like, what would someone not want to do? Or like, what does someone want to do? And like, so that's like a, like a weird, like a weird little psychological thing in it in itself, in and of itself. Because what did I like, that's a shit, like, what if people just want to Thank God. God. I'm going to have to sit on that one for a minute. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Chips? Are you eating chips? Um, I'm eating Cheetos, which is really bad for me. Why are you doing that? They I shouldn't. I'll go straight to my hips. Do those big, those, uh, those round, those big rounders. Whatever, Rico. Yeah, man. You eat a lot of Cheetos. I don't know. Some people are just on not the same intellect level. I don't I had, know. I had a podcast once and I had two guys that were young guys and they were calling from a monastery that somewhere. <laughs> they had, they, they, one guy was from India and one guy was from United States or something. And like, India! Yeah, like he, and he, he was like, he, they, he just was miserable in India living under his like family's little lifestyle. And he's like, oh, one way I can get out of there is like, hey, go join a the monastery. They'll let you like leave and go live there. And so he's like, ah, fuck. And so like, I'm talking to these guys and he's like, man, honestly, I have a problem though. And I'm like, what? He's like, I'm addicted to Cheetos. I'm like, Me too. And he's like, dude, I eat three family size bags a day. And da, 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 da. and I was like, dog. I was like, yeah. slow it down, bro. I was Do you like, like spicy? Do you like spicy Cheetos? Everybody's into spicy freaking chips now. Dude, I know. It, it, it was funny because you can go listen to this. It's a fucking amazing call. And uh, so I'm talking to this, my guy in the monastery and we're talking about like life shit. And all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, fucking... I was living in India and I, I got I was gonna, I had a, gonna get an arranged wife. He's like, oh, he was married actually. He did have a wife. It's so funny, but he he hates like he didn't want to be with her. So he's like, I'm gonna go rather join a monastery than like deal with her. Like with my shitty arranged my wife and my shitty life that he lived in wherever. And blah blah like, blah. So he's like, I was like, what is your wife like? Was she super hot? Like when did was they, what they do? Put up a line of girls for you and you pick the hottest one. And he's like, well, yeah, they did bring me a bunch of options. And I was like, so how did you pick based on the one you thought was the hottest? And he's like, no. I was like, well, well then what was your deci deciding factor? And I was like, because mine would have been the hottest one, obviously. I wanted to be like the girl I wanted to have sex with. And he's like, well, the one I thought could cook the best because I like to eat. So he picked the fat one. And then, like, he's like, and she don't even know how to cook. And I'm like, oh, my God. So he picked the fat uh, one. I don't know how to cook. And so he's so miserable. Goes to a monastery. Addicted to Cheetos. Jeez. Fork you, maybe one day you can come up and I can say, hey. <laughs> <laughs> never heard him i never heard fork you speak so i was like one day maybe he can come up and say hey fork you do you like hot cheese do you like cheetos fork you and ray ray it might be this dog right here you get on my beef jerky last night can you believe that? ray ray, <laughs> yeah, <that was> ray, ray. <laughs>
<laughs> Ray, Ray. You have to call him twice. Don't make mess up with that. Not Ray. Ray, Ray. <laughs> it's like your name, Rico Rocks. It's Ray, Ray. R, R. Oh, I love jerky. Ray, Ray, you're on the right path, buddy. That's the shit right there. For Q, are you from New Zealand or Australia? I always forget. Where's 4Q from, Rico? From Australia, no? He's from New Zealand, dude. Yeah, from New Zealand. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 4Q, yes. Kiwi, yes, 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 yes. He's a Kiwi. He's a good one. I know. How many dogs you have there? Two. Two doggy? So when you go to work, you just leave them? No, they're not my dogs. Oh, they're not your dogs. Okay. They're my roommate's dogs. I'm so nosy. What do you do with your dogs? <laughs> not, no, dude, I don't even have a plan. I don't want to see. I don't even have a single plan. I have nothing. I, don't I thought he said he didn't have a planet. <laughs> I was like, what planet do you live on? <laughs> dude, I, don't have, I, have, I have not a single thing I'm responsible for in this life. I no, I can't kill a plant. No, you have yourself to take care of. No enough. Would miss me. Like I wouldn't be a blink to nothing. You could talk to the plant. I have nothing in this world that cares about me. Of no. course you do. You mustn't say that. Well, honestly, nothing that truly, truly does. Well, you find a girlfriend. I don't want anything to. It's okay. Forky, I'm coming to New Zealand next year. I don't need it. I'm coming to Kiwiland, Forky. Get ready for the Canuck. Rico, you should go to New Zealand. I should. Visit Forky. I, I keep going to the dang old Zealand and it's getting tired. It's nice over there, man. There's no pollution. I'm sure there's some pollution. Every time that forky farts, the fucking <laughs> <laughs> gas is half the country, dude. Oh, there's no woman there. There isn't. Uh, mm -mm, no. We're only five. Only five of them. Forky's two of them. Forky. Forky. Forky is two of the women. Four Q. He's four of Number. the women. He's a cool dude. Very respectful. And Bella Gentleman. Is, has the hips of two women. Oh, come on. Here we go. I'm just, I'm just one. I'm just a woman. I'm just a girl. Don't give me that much credit. Don't give me that much credit. Nah. We have sheep. I know. I know you could like stop in the road, Rico, and you see like a flock of sheep in the street. We have sheep? No, they have sheep, Forky. They have sheep too. <laughs> yeah, but we don't see sheep in the road. They see sheep in the road. The <laughs> United States has hell sheep. <laughs> yeah, but not when you go down driving the street. You don't see freaking sheep in the road. Depends where you drive. Go to Wisconsin. What? Got sheep in the street? Yeah, man. What you the frick? And they got they got little go little feeders. You put a quarter in, and they spit out feed, and you can just feed them. Yeah, they but they don't down. cross the street and shit. Not, I mean, not the highway, probably. <laughs> I was talking to F1. You guys know F1. And F1's like, yes, across the streets. And I see a flock of sheep and the lamb chops for dinner. I'm like, why do you take the sheep? Because sheep is lamb chops, right? Eat lamb chops for, lamb chops for dinner. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to get off then if you have to go. Okay, Rico. Have a wonderful day. You guys, I'm going to get up out of here, man. I got to start getting ready for my day, folks. Y'all have a fine morning. Please follow the show, everybody. For your mind, for your mind. I'm going to go ahead and get on out here. But, but yes, folks, you must stay positive out there and shit. Go crazy. You already know. For your minds, everybody. But, so, yes, I'm still getting ready. But, thank you.
On the count of three, run to your fantasy. I hope you are mad at me. It's Rico Roxon. I just want a pass if you were to the homies. Yo, everybody dies, everybody dies. Even the kings in the sky. Immortal killers, god boy clicks until my lungs collapse. I bet you'll catch that, and you better try to catch me. You can't catch that. Yo, I go so fast and I flow, it's Lil Rico, and you already know, U-N-E-N-O, U-N-E-N-O, I said that, yo, it's Rico Rocks, and I love y'all, I just really wish that I could tell y'all the way it feels, you need to sacrifice everyone in your life to feel alright, and everyone must die, but then you build up, and you build up from that, you just realize that your life is worth that, damn, I Please, I stop learning that I need air to breathe and it all to me. Rico rocks, yeah, he really loves you. You're my fucking brother. But I'll leave you and I will rip your head off in a moment if you try to show me some shit that I seen and you try to use it against me. You better not. You better not. Yo, Rico the rock. Yeah, nigga, fuck the law. I told y'all. And I love y'all too. I love y'all too. And no, you don't believe me. Cause I can't stand you. But I know that I do some weird way. Peace. Fuck the motherfucking cops. I'm gonna go first. I'm eager. I'm eager. Yo, I'm an eager one. I'm a seeker one. Uh, I will never be put out like a fat blunt. Rico rocks and I come through. Here I come. Holy boy, motherfucker. Fuck the lame ones who come at me super twisted. These people so lost and their minds are so lame. And I mean, they never thought a thing. Holy shit, what is life? What is life? Rico rocks will take your girl out for the night. And she don't want to leave. But hold on, girl. I can't sit here entertain you because I'm on some mental. Hello, don't believe them. That's the mental. I don't know why people lost for days, people lost for years, people lost their life. I don't care, and I'm down to fucking fight, but they tore me apart, and how am I still alive? It's like... How the fuck is Rico Rock still alive? Who the fuck knows? Get on the beat and show them how it goes, motherfucker, every time. I don't spit written rhyme straight off the top of the dome when I'm fucking all alone. Almost chucked up my freestyle rhyme, but I don't give a fuck. These trees nuts. And if you don't like what they I don't give a fuck. He never cared, he ain't scared, he's super high, I'm super fly, and I'm super flying, I know I'm like an angel, cause I got big white fucking wings on my back, holy shit, you're saying I don't, am I hallucinating, bitch, I'm fucking greatness, you're fucking hateness, I'm fucking heinous, you're fucking lameness, boy, I don't care, cause my skills is so spit, and I am that fire kid born out the ditch, I don't care, cause I 
just will not ever cry. Wait a second, that's a lie. I cry at night when no one's around. Where did the family go? And where did the hoes go? And where did the money go? It's all gone. I'm not, though. I'm still here picking up the pieces of the puzzle. Man, I'm befunkled. Boy, I don't care who the fuck's your family or your uncle. I know I'm don't never heard that name. Boy, Rico rocks the same. Lost in the game. I'm lost in the game. The skills they be flame. He said lost in the game, be funkled, bewildered. What the fuck is be funkled? I'll make you say uncle. I twist you up like a pre-roll blunt do. Cause we don't give a fuck. We're on some Van Gogh. Oh no, what the fuck? Michelangelo, Picasso, Van Gogh, I go, go, call me Rico, go, go, never Rico, stop, cause I don't have a red light on my buttocks, I'm never like, uh, I don't slow down at all, I just fly, baby, just take a branch and jump off, who cares if you die, next thing you know, the earth, it comes and you face it, you're flying, holy shit, even if you die, you flew, I ain't through, who's you, not me, cause I'm Rico rocks, and you're motherfucking lost in your thoughts, and I know that I look at the world with these eyes, but these eyes show me nothing but lies. Oh, damn, that was, hey, that, I, I, that was good, bro. That was good. You said you could jump up a branch and you, you fucking die at least you five. <laughs> that, that was pretty dope. I don't know what to do, so I do what I know how to, and let's record a track to you, it's like shit, fuck, my mind is stuck in ruts, and I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck, I don't wanna climb out, I just wanna fucking end this shit right now. What does a man have to look forward to living his life like a damn fool? Living like you, living like you, living like you, living I can't do that. Nope, I can't do that. Nope, fuck that bullshit. Rather, rather not, homie. Let me just play out a night in my head. I just sit here wishing I was dead. Drink that bottle, grab that drugs. Now I'm fucking fed up. Cause the tolerance, I can't feel shit What the fuck, I'm stuck I am out of luck I don't care if this shit is depressing Motherfuck, I'm on not resting I'm restless, forget this Motherfucking Rico rocks Motherfucking done Motherfucking one Yeah, I done lost, I done lost The ambition I had to fucking compete Against these meat skeletons around me Fuck it though, and I said fuck it though. I said fuck it though. I said fuck it though. I said fuck your hoe. I'm gonna take her though. I just wanna use her for a minute, then I send her home. Man, fuck, that's the one of the few pleasures I got left is to watch these little fucking boys. They try to lock their girls in the house, but they still make it out at night. Think about that shit makes me alright, cause. Fuck, man, fuck my dad and a fucking job and fuck anybody who tells Rico that I'm out of God.